Good morning, Central Mississippi and all surrounding areas, except Jackson. <laughs> You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. Good morning to everybody, even Jackson folks. I'm kidding. I got one sitting across from me. Sean Yurt Karan has joined us for our free for all Friday. Good morning, everybody, including Jackson. Including no, Jackson. <laughs> including Jackson. <laughs> it's going to be a brawl for it all in here this morning, man. I think we're going to have a good time. And uh, let's see here, man. Did I? Uh, hey, I got a uh, birthday shout out if you don't mind, Clay. So do I. I'm glad you mentioned that. It it's uh it's my mom's 70th birthday, so I want to say happy birthday, my mother. Love you, Mom, and happy 70th birthday. It's a milestone one. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Mom. And uh, happy birthday to my brother from another mother, man. A solid, rock-solid dude. One of my oldest friends and one of my biggest supporters, um, Kenneth Flowers. Man, I've known this dude for 25 years. I mean, I'm trying, think, I, I'm trying to think how long. Man. I'm trying to think how, 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 when I didn't know him. And I can't find a place in my life where I didn't know him. Really? You know, he worked security for me over the years. We used to run up and down McDowell Road together. I mean, just a good, good dude. His um, his wife texted me last night and said, hey, it's Kenneth's birthday. Will you please tell him happy birthday? I said, absolutely. Thank you for letting me know. So shout out to Kerry. A good wife out there. Hey, look, with that, man, you know, I try to avoid a lot of the typical morning radio show kind of nonsense but I do not mind at all wishing children, husbands, wives, mothers, brothers, sisters, screw your cousins, but everybody else, you know, your immediate family, I will, uh, you let me know, I will wish them happy birthday. Now, if you tell me at nighttime, you're going to have to remind me that morning because I will have already forgot, but you can always text the Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944 and let me know that you want to wish somebody happy birthday, or you're welcome to call in and do it on the air. I, I just don't mind that. I know it can make somebody's day to hear their name on the radio. You know, and uh, I think people like that still. Yeah, remember when Tate was doing that during the uh, lockdowns and stuff, and then people would send in, like, these fake names, or one was like, Tate was like, okay, I, uh, happy birthday, Harry Dong. Yes. yes, happy birthday. And he just didn't really realize what he was saying. Yeah, and I ended up making some show. I was some kids from Florence that did that, and I really? was making these, like, in the moment, save Jackson shirts on my Teespring account. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I think it was Harry Ascrack. That's what it was. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, Harry, Harry Ascrack. Yeah, and uh, you know, and they got those kids got mad at me for profiting off of there. <laughs> oh, that's uh, I'm like, hey, you should have beat me to it. How many shirts did you sell? Uh, you know, forty, fifty. Something that's like awesome. That. You know, that's a great I, I idea. Think, I think my markup was making five dollars a shirt. You know, that's what I'm like. I think you probably saw on my Facebook. I made the last two years. I've made Kenneth Stokes hats in yeah. green for St. Patrick's Day, and everybody says, you know, you should have just made a ton of those and gone out to the parade and sold them for cash, because while people are all drunk, they'll be like, oh my god, I want a Kenneth Stokes hat, so I haven't done that yet, but. Keep talking, I'm trying to put a password in over here. Oh, I gotcha, oh, that's, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Tell us about your yeah, Stokes hat. Yeah, well, yeah, so I had such a great um, response to them, I made it uh, several this year, I actually sent Marshall Ramsey one, and he uh, did up a uh, cartoon for me of Kenneth Stokes wearing a hat with my name on it, and I put that on Facebook, it's pretty great. So, but um, but that was that that was pretty ingenuitive, you Clay, though, to sell those shirts. I wish I thought of that. Yeah, all right, we are good now. I got my password. I, yeah. all right, all right, if y'all wonder what I'm doing, I forgot to log into our EQ. It's a it requires a password, so we can actually make sure we're not clipping and we're not too loud and stuff. 
So I apologize for what may have seemed a bit um, unprofessional there. All right, so, man, we got a lot to talk about over the last couple of days. We've got our white liberal in here now, our resident white white liberal, to discuss the Trump the Trump um, town hall and, of course, and Title 42. But a, a judge put a – not a kibosh on the Biden's plans, but kind of we'll call it somewhat of a probation. Right. Did you see this? Yeah. I, well, you sent it to me last night. I think I'd already gone to bed, but I look at it yeah. this morning and I saw it, right? Okay. And so, again, full disclosure, you and I, Clay, are going to agree on the Title 42 yeah, thing. I yeah. don't think we're going to have any disagreement with that. Um, the no. Trump thing would be different. But, yeah, Title 42, I mean, this is a complete mess. It is. So if you, if you were asleep last night and you're not aware, a federal judge has blocked Biden from releasing migrants without court dates as, uh, as Title 42 expires. They were just going to let them come on in here and never have to have a court date with ICE. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the story here from Fox News. Federal judge blocks Biden's admin from releasing migrants without court dates as Title 42 expires is the headline. A federal judge on Thursday evening blocked the Biden administration from implementing a policy that allows for the release of migrants without court dates just hours away from the end of Title 42. This was about 8, 39 o'clock last night. So the uh, Title 42 ended at 11.59 and all hell proceeded to break loose at the border. Mm. Judge T. Kent Weatherall II, that's a heck of a name. Imposed I make fun a, of no one's name yeah. ever. <laughs> That's it. No, look, Clayton Arthur Edwards. I mean, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's I, Arthur. I can't, it's Arthur. Oh, okay. I can't. I, can't, I don't know if I've ever said that before. On the You're radio. not going to go see Arthur Edwards like he goes. Uh, I kind of like that. <laughs> you know. Esquire. Esquire. Right. Uh, it says judge imposed a two-week restraining order on the Biden administration's policy, which would see migrants released on parole with conditions. The policy was outlined in a board patrol memo this week which says the migrants can be allowed into the country on parole, a process typically reserved for urgent humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit, like the Democrats need to win an election. I added that last part. If Customs and Border Protection faces overcrowding, the memo calls the practice of parole with conditions, as migrants are required to make an appointment with Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, or request a notice of appeal by mail. So we kind of get the gist of that. You know, you said something there that was interesting about, like, Democrats needing to win. I know you were joking or kind of joking, maybe not joking. But we've discussed this before. I don't know if it was on air or not. Hispanics are trending conservative, right? They ha- like, yeah, they, I mean, they're for a while. This is going to blow up in their face if this is their game plan. If this is a – I mean, which I don't think it is. I think that's Tucker Carlson talking about this great replacement theory, which I think is not true. But – if that's the Democrats' plan, then they don't. They've never met anybody that's Hispanic. I mean, because it's it's. And I don't think it is their plan. I think that's just a right wing talking point. But I think that um, I think that these voters are actually trending conservative. They're majority Catholic, right? Mexicans are especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know uh, people from Cuba are Catholic and those kinds of things. So I mean, they're. A, if you look at the Cuban population, voted overwhelmingly for Donald Trump. And a lot of the uh, Mexican Americans are trending that way. So I don't. This replacement theory it's, yeah. again. If that's what they think, it's a really bad plan. I don't think it is what they think. I just, but um, I remember when local uh, racist and rabble rouser, outside agitator Brad Franklin said after the uh, last election when when the numbers had come in on the mm-hmm. uh, the Hispanics and Cuban voters, yeah, and it had trended heavily towards Trump. Mm-hmm. And he basically called them out and said that they were no longer part of the same. The same, the same brownness or something along that line, those lines. Uh, don't well, quote me on that, but well, I mean, uh, you, you, he obviously hasn't studied the uh, history of uh, South Florida, 
right? And I mean, those voters, if I grew up there, my, my mom grew up there. <laughs> studied the I history mean, of South Jackson. <laughs> okay. I mean, those voters have always been Republican voters. Cubans have always been Republican voters. It was a Republican stronghold. It is again now, just for the, after DeSantis this last time, but it was a Republican stronghold until 2000. Now, in 2012, actually, Barack Obama won Miami-Dade County by the largest margin that he won any other county in the United States. And think about it. So that was 11 years ago now, right? Or a little... little and it was Miami Day, up? too, with the hanging chads and all that, right? In 2000, correct, yeah. right. Yeah, and it was... So it was Democratic at, between those those points, but now it's shifted back towards the Republican Party. You know, it started out as a Republican county, very Republican county, after... Um, after Castro took power. And full disclosure, you, you, you lived in Miami for I a while, I grew up right? there. Well, yeah, that's my home uh, yeah, originally. I mean, well, this is my home now, really, because I've been here since high school. But, yeah, I grew up there. I go back every year. I've got tons of friends there. I'm very, you know, involved with my friends there. and Still a miserable Dolphins I'm fan? I'm miserable, stuck with that horrible team that hasn't had a winning season since before I was born. <laughs> you or my, Super Bowl, excuse me. You and my other two friends, Jake Wimberly and Jonathan Breckenridge, are the only Dolphins fans I've ever met in real life. <laughs> okay. I should, I, I should <laughs> and, meet those guys. Then. And they – well, you know, Jake's got his own sports talk show here. Does he? Okay. Yeah, in oh. town. And then Jonathan uh, manages some car lots up in the uh, Golden Triangle area. But good dude. Everybody knows each other. We yeah. All, we all happen to know each other. So I'm, fr- I'm friends with the only three Dolphins fans in the state. Yeah, now you go, right? I know. It's, uh, yeah, there isn't many of us. Um, <laughs> but for good reason. I mean, they've, they haven't been good since the 80s when I was a kid, you know, yeah. Dan Marino. But that's, a, that's the thing. So the Cuban, I mean, the Cubans were Republicans for a long time until about 2000, late 90s-ish. So that's, I mean, so that's not anything new. Now they've just kind of reverted back towards the Republican Party. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, you know, and it'll be, look, every, every election we call it the most important election of our lifetimes. And I believe that to be true. I don't think that is conjecture. Right. You know, I don't think that being hyperbolic. I think every election is the most important because what, you either want to keep your policies in place or the other side wants to save us from your policies. Sure. And, you know, whoever the whoever the party in charge is. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would have loved to have seen four, four more years of Trump without all the nonsense, not having to try to fight to get reelected, not all that. It's like that's what really kind of excites me about a Trump presidency because it'll be the first time, at least in our life, I'm not a presidential historian, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing a president never served a term, set out a term, and served another term. Grover Cleveland is the only one I can remember. Of course, that was – in the 19th century, but that's so, the only time that I know of that that happened. So just from a strategic standpoint, what you could accomplish going scorched earth for four years without any mm-hmm. concern of reelection or anything right, would be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, well, right, because the only example we have is from over well over 100 years ago, and I'm not, I don't know the history of Grover Cleveland's presidency. I, mean, yeah. I think it was, had something to do with the the silverback I, I'm not going to pretend like I know so I have to look it up I have to look but I know that was he was a president that actually served a non consecutive term yeah. and um, so I don't know that's a good point though Clay I, I don't know what he's I mean what, what how score shorts he's going to go this time I'm sure it's going to be pretty rough if he gets reelected no, I would not want to have I would not want to have wronged Trump there uh, with anything I would not want to be the Biden crime family <laughs> you, not no, admittingly. Yeah. I know a lot of stuff has come out in the last week about the Bidens and their connections to getting paid. I mean, it, it's supposed to look really, it's supposed to be really bad. Now, I haven't had the energy to dive into it. I haven't have either. You? No, I have not. I mean, the only thing I know is the I was just here Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. And I mean, is any? I think I was having a disp- uh, discussion with somebody about that on Facebook the other day. And I mean, is anybody saying that? I don't think anybody's saying that Hunter Biden is this great guy. I don't think anybody's but, no, but arguing being, that. But he's being protected. By this administration and by the mainstream media, 
Right. Okay. Well, but, I'm sure. I mean, which, 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 which is it's it's Joe being protected and Hunter's getting it by default. Okay. By proxy. Right. Right. Well, I think I haven't dug into it, but I mean, I know I know he likes drugs and and prostitutes. That's all I know about the guy. And he was on a board. Yeah. Right. All right. So that sounds is, like a fun dude. To be that, honest with you. I mean, there was a point in my life we could have partied. Yeah. Um. That aside, <clears throat> do you really think the Dems are going to hold on to Joe? I feel like, let me finish this thought here. The tide is turning. Mainstream media is turning their back on Joe. Yeah, I've seen I mean, that. I by, mean, by, by showing real polls, by mm-hmm. talking about his son's This last stuff. week has been pretty, pretty it's been a, broad. Yeah. It's been a seismic shift sure. in the coverage of Joe Biden. I I think the media is having to say, look, man, it, it's it's all rats on deck. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, we, we got to start protecting ourselves. You know, running cover for this administration is killing us. We're, well, we're never going to be credible again if we continue to run cover for this administration. I think they're getting ready to drop Joe. I, 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 I don't know if it's run and cover they're worried about as much. I think it's that they look at the numbers that we looked at, right? Yeah. And you could also, you know, you can look at Joe. He's, if you, and I said this to somebody yesterday. You see Donald Trump at that town hall the other night, right? Now, of course, I don't like anything he's got to say. But one thing I can say is he looks energetic, right? Yeah. I mean, the, he looks – Joe doesn't – He's not portraying energy like a presidential candidate. And so that's a problem I think people are having with him, obviously reflected in the polling. And I think the news media is seeing the polling is, is looking pretty bad for him. And so now would be the time to to jump ship. I don't think – but I don't think Joe Biden's going to drop out. He's been waiting to be – I mean, he's president now, but he was waiting for this forever. Is CNN going to hitch their wagon to the horse known as Donald Trump for ratings? Um, in, a, in a love-hate relationship-style fashion? They took so much heat yesterday, right? You we almost both have saw to it. at this point. Yeah, and I think, you know, you read and I, that... Uh, did you read the um, statement by the... Was it the president of CNN? No. I read a... He, I mean, basically, he said, that, no, I mean, I think we did the right thing and those yeah. kinds of things. And But, I mean, yeah, they pushed it. They pushed the line on that to... Um, where now they've angered a lot of people. I think they've angered a lot, they've angered a lot of people on the left and the right. I don't know anybody was really happy with it. Um, that's, that, when, that's when you've done a good job. Yeah, that's what I think too. I lo- I loved what they did. I think it was a I, I think it was a great move on their part. It brought viewers to the network that ordinarily would not watch CNN, so they got to hear quite Donald Trump being asked questions that he wouldn't be asked by, let's say, Sean Hannity. Right. I mean, he got asked tough questions and he and to his credit, he went on the network and he took the, you know, the heat for that. So I think, you know, I, I don't I think it was a great thing. I think it was a good thing for everybody to see that, that CNN saying, hey, we're going to try to move to the middle. We're going to try to change the way news is reported, you know, because now we've got such partisan sides with Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and everybody just lives in their little echo chambers. So I thought that was a real I really liked what they did. Uh, yeah. Like I don't have any interest in watching CNN's opinion stuff. Right. Or Fox's, by the way. Yeah. Like like I, I do opinion. I listen to opinion through other outlets. I don't need to get it on those shows, those mm-hmm. channels. But I'd liked I kinda liked the combative I know that's not how you're supposed to do it. That was a town hall for conservatives. Right. You do, you should you shouldn't have had a combative host. But I didn't hate it. From an entertainment standpoint, guys, at the end of the day, y'all might not want to hear this. This is all entertainment. Right. This is a that show. That just so man. happens yeah. to control our lives. Yeah. You know, but from an entertainment standpoint and a rating standpoint for CNN, they did over 3 million viewers. I didn't even check that. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah. It did over 3 million viewers for a, what, what night? Was that Tuesday? No, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. A Wednesday right, night yeah. town hall that most people couldn't even find. Right. Did over 3 million viewers. I bet you the online, the, the streamings. 
numbers astronomical. Like if it was a town hall with Nikki Haley, do you think anybody would watch? No, no, Nikki Haley, she is wasting everybody's time. I mean, I'm just using her as an example. Yeah. Like any one of the other ones. I mean, I think even maybe Ron DeSantis would anybody, have pulled some people in. But anybody on the conservative side, other than Ron DeSantis, is absolutely wasting their time. Now that Ron's going to have a bunch of people behind him. Heck, he's thirty points down. Yeah, yeah I mean he's the the mainstream conservative. Your Fox News is going to be all in on DeSantis. They are right. And I think that you was know, one of the rifts with Tucker. The, is what I read. But the problem with that is, is Fox News just lost two thirds of their viewers. Yeah, who, yeah. So who right. are they? Who's listening to Fox News? What are they, What are they going to do? I see. I love watching the chessboard because mm-hmm. if you think Fox is going to sit around and just do nothing, yeah, that, right. you ain't been watching. Mm-hmm, right. They're going to do something. Because they're going to try to unalienate the people they alienated, and well, how will that look? Did CNN just checkmate them though with this? They did. I mean, but it's early on because Trump's not going on Fox News anymore. I don't think, right? Hasn't he said that pretty much? Yeah, but if you think Trump won't go on Fox News, I mean, he'll do whatever's in his. I get that, but he's kind of pushed himself away from Fox News. So maybe he's. What if? What if Trump becomes? That you know, like I'm going to go on CNN once or twice a month or whatever it is. What does that do to CNN's ratings in versus what Fox is doing? Yeah, but let's take a break real quick. When we come back, uh, I want to stay on this for a little bit, and I want to revisit our phone call yesterday and find out what all you think Trump was lying about. Sure. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurt Karan. Hey, look, if y'all want to argue with a liberal, here is your chance. <laughs> we got one out, and it's not even in Facebook comment sections. We got one live in the studio. The phone line's wide open, 601-879-0002. But, hey, I'm telling you, you better, you better bring your A game. Sean is an intelligent guy. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. I got to hurry up and get that on a dang shirt. Welcome back in to – You don't have that on a shirt yet? Man, I have been slipping in my shirt department. I did find a locally owned uh, shirt company that may set up stores – and uh, anyway, I, I, I got something I may be working on. I'm gonna call them today, and if they're not if, if they're not on the official Hate Clay Edwards uh, fan club bandwagon, I'm gonna see if they want to do some business. Now, one of my best friends, Michael Applewhite, mm-hmm. owns a screen printing company, but oh, he yeah. stays so dang busy, can't do it for him. I, he pro- probably could, but I, I don't know. He'll be listening to this. He'll let me know. Michael, I'm calling you out, man. You should get uh, these little bracelets, you know, like when I got on here. But you know, the ones that say like, "What would Jesus do?" But it'd be like it's a breaking rules with necessary or whatever, whatever the acronym for that is. F-A-F-O? Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> I, that's the other thing. I mean, I've kind of, I mean, I, I didn't invent the F-A-F-O stuff. That's the F around and find out for people mm-hmm. listen, out there listening. Um, but I, I sure have made it my own. Yeah, yeah. You I know. mean, actually, I did, it seems like it's, it's kind of like these phrases that become popular overnight. Like, remember, like, everybody started using the term Karen during the pandemic, I felt like. And I never heard of the, of the term Karen prior to that. Had you ever heard about it? A what now? Karen. Like, though, that's, she's oh, yeah, a Karen. Oh, yeah, I never Karen. heard about that before the pandemic. And then everybody was like, everybody, all of a sudden, everybody became Karen. Yeah, I had heard about that prior to that. You know, the, it was the let me, it's, that Karen morphed from John and Kate plus eight. Okay. It was like the TV show. Kate had this very care, let me speak to your manager haircut. And she was a meme. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it somehow, that her name must be Karen. So wow. it, it was a meme that, what's the word i'm looking for terraformed okay into another meme i gotcha see i had no idea i missed out on that i just noticed during the pandemic everybody was jumping on calling people karen and i was like who's this karen person hey uh real quick guys mother's day is next week you need to get down to carter jewelers and get your mother and by mom i mean your baby mama your wife your girlfriend your side girl 
Your mother. Now, I'm not saying she's got a side girl. I'm just saying if you do. The king of England does. Yeah. I mean, he's all that meme. Speaking of memes. Side chicks, never give up. Stand up. You could be the queen of England. Yeah. Um, But look, you need to to work on getting some uh, some jewelry first. And uh, so look, late last year, Carter Jewelers bought out the largest diamond purchase they've ever made in their 173-year history. Jerry Lake, the owner of Carter Jewelers, personally selected every piece of that diamond jewelry from the world's biggest diamond jewelry manufacturer at extreme closeout prices. Now, Carter Jewelers is having an incredible clearance sale offering sales prices on this jewelry that are untouchable. Prices marked down to sev- up to 70% off storewide. On top of these insane low prices, they're also going to be continuing to celebrate their balloon pop promotion. Guys, that's like getting in the getting in the bar for free, not having to pay a cover charge, and getting free drinks. I mean, you, you get to double dip. You know, like when you buy a car, and you, you either get a incentivized rate, like 0%, or you get the three or $4,000 factory rebate. You never get to combine the two. You get to combine the two specials here. You get up to 70% off and up to an additional 30% off with the balloon pop promotion. Hey, also, every purchase comes with lunch for two at Hallamal's under new ownership of Chef Damien. Hey, look, uh, it's credit an issue. Don't have the cash. Don't worry about it. Carter Jewelers offers 12 months interest-free financing and uh, no credit check financing. Trade-ins are welcome. Carter Jewelers is located in Jackson on High Street, two blocks from the Capitol, and in Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. Sale ends Mother's Day Eve. All right, Sean. Yo. Let's uh let's let's circle back to a couple of things here. Yeah. What you got? I got something interesting. I wrote it down, Clay, because this is something I wanted to talk about with you and thought get your thoughts on you it. You go first. Though. Okay. You're the guest. Okay, I appreciate it, man. So Trump, we're talking about Trump Town Hall, and Trump mentioned Ashley Babbitt, right? And we've all seen that video. Everyone is okay. We should we should rename every school that's named after a civil rights leader to Ashley Babbitt Elementary, High School, Junior High. Okay, I, I'm going to disagree with you here, and here's why. She's a hero. Well, I, I, I disagree that's with who that. Budweiser but should have put on a can and brought back the real American heroes. Let me ask you this question: you, the, the Secret Service or whoever it was that shot her told her to, to not to do that, right? That, that's correct, right? I don't know. I don't want to say who told anybody. There's no way that in the chaos that was going on right there that anybody could have heard anything. She just poked her head up and got. Well, when I remember the video, they told her not to come through that window. Let's say that that's what they said, right? And she gets shot. Now, I'm not saying it's wonderful she got shot. I'm just saying they told her, she right? She wasn't even going through the window necessarily. She just lifted her head up because she was in a crowd of people. Imagine like a mosh pit. Mm-hmm. I'd have to watch the video game, but I thought yeah. I remember them trying and to push through the window. But I could be wrong. Got, but I got to look at. Cleaned. But they told her not to go through the window. Is my recollection. If if I'm wrong about that, I will double check. And she gets shot. I'm not saying it's wonderful she got shot. Not saying that. Yeah, and I'm not saying what? they didn't tell her not to do it. I'm just uh, saying that I don't believe that's out. I don't believe she had any control over that situation based on how she was there. But here's my here's my argument on this, right? Okay, so I hear conservatives say she shouldn't have got shot. This shouldn't have happened, even though the police or the Secret Service told her not to go through the window. Let's flip that for a moment. Isn't that what conservatives say when somebody that's black gets shot by the police? They say, well, if he just did what the police said, which is a lot of times true, right? Like, he wouldn't have got shot, right? That's what y'all do say about that. You're like, if he... If if he had just followed directions from the police, he would still be alive. I think that's the same thing with Ashley Babbitt. I say, well, that's I, I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. and you're not 100 percent wrong. But I believe every situation is different. Okay, I she wasn't under arrest. 
She was she was just, she was standing somewhere. They did not have her. They were not trying to arrest her. They were not in a physical confrontation with her by any means. That's you know whatever. She was told not to go through a window. She raised her head up. She got her clock cleaned. I, we got to look at that video she, again yeah. because I thought she was being pushed through that window. She was pushing through the window. And again, I haven't seen that thing in about and, a year, but that's what I recall. And let me say this, man, uh, my retort. Is that what it's called? Retort. Retort. Your, your counter argument. Yeah. Your counter argument. If that cop had been white and she had been black and those had been BLM protesters, what would have happened? You know, Clay, I'm going to agree with you. I think that would have been a problem. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Also, I want to say this: Would if it would would your side be angry as all get out if that was BLM who stormed the uh, Capitol? If that was BLM who did that? I know that's a cliche argument that I've probably heard a million times. But I mean, would 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 your feelings on that be different if it were BLM who did if, that? If you had asked me for the first couple months after, mm-hmm. I would have said yes. Okay. Now that I've had time. To marinate, and we talked about this kind of stuff. Now mm-hmm. that I've had time to remove myself from the yeah. from the immediate emotion of the moment, no, okay, because I think this that's how we're going to have to get our government back in check is more stuff like that. And regardless of what side it's coming from, that's how you want to do it. I don't know that I got a problem with it as long as punishment is doled out equally. Okay, so you're that's, saying that's now my that my problem is they're not equal punishment for the same for the same crimes well so you're saying now if blm had had a riot at the capitol right riot insurrection whatever everybody wants to call it just whatever it is and you would be now your feelings would be the same towards them as they are to the trump people that did it yeah but okay. with with the time to hindsight's 2020 okay you know and but my problem with that is here's what i said about that since going back to the since january 6th and what have i said i'm just going to say this, this is going to aggravate some people it's going to have a, some racial undertones here when white people get pissed off, they, they go to the people in power to try to change it. White, white conservatives, not mm-hmm. white Democrats. They usually just go burn down black neighborhoods. <laughs> God. But white conservatives, MAGA, you know, black and white conservatives, but let's, let's not kid ourselves. It was 90% white conservatives yeah, doing sure. that. It is what it is. I, I have to call that equal and fair down the middle, too. Yeah. Um, they went straight to the, to the power, to the people in power, to the people actually – Doing what they did to, to the people who were wronging them in their eyes. Yeah, but I mean, don't black folks protest all the time in front of state houses? This stuff. I mean, they do yeah. stuff like that too. Well, I'm I don't know about, if that's race. Well, I'm specific. talking about when it gets ratcheted up to this level of violence. When's the last? I mean, but uh, but we had just watched the whole summer of 2020 where black mm-hmm. folks and white liberals went and burned down their own neighborhoods. Right, they did. Sure. And yeah. like, I was like, well, I mean, look, that sucks. You hate to see it happen, but why are you doing that to yourselves? I mean, that's kind of what happened during the uh, Rodney King riots, too, right? I mean, I think that's just kind of been a, like, people burn their own name. I don't know why they do it. I mean, I agree with like, that. Yeah, I, I mean, would well, burn somebody else's neighborhood. And I think it but, also goes back to uh, people from different races owning a lot of stuff in those neighborhoods. You're uh, Asian folks and uh, Middle Eastern During folks. Rodney King, that was a, there was a Korean store the, owners. The rooftop Koreans. And they were all part of the Rock Army, actually, yeah, the Republic the, of the Korea Army. The, right? they, they're actually on At shirts now. Yeah, they were yeah. the original off. Fafo champions. Well, they, they, yeah, they, they shot, they shot a lot of protesters during that. The Rock Army guys did. Deservingly yeah. so. I wish we had seen more of that during the summer of 2020. Let's take a break real quick. Sure. Come back. We got John on hold. John, stay on hold. Oh, he hung up. John, call back. I want to hear from you. This is the Clay Edwards Show live with Sean York Caron here in the Clay Edwards Show.com studios on 103.9 FM WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, it's the weekend. 
if you guys are gonna get out, well, let me hear, let me reset this ad read here. I was kind of thinking how I wanted to do it. If you guys aren't gonna get out, but you but you don't feel like cooking, check out Take a Break Deliveries. It's Central Mississippi's only locally owned and veteran owned food and alcohol delivery service. So you're sitting at the house, you don't feel like cooking, just want to hang out with your your significant other, the kids, actually spend some quality time together. Man, get you a great locally owned restaurant or one of the national chains, but y'all know me, I'm going to push locally owned over everything. Get you a great locally owned meal delivered to your house from Take a Break Deliveries. You can download the app on the app store, either app store of choice, or just go to their website from your computer or browser, takeabreakdeliveries.com, a ton of great restaurants, man. Like, I live over in Brandon. I can get anything from anywhere in Rankin or Madison County brought to me. Now, you know, the further away you get it, the you're going to end up with some freshness issues. So, be you know, be mindful of that. If the food's got to come from 30 minutes away, that's 30 minutes it's set in a, it's set in a, uh, in a, a container. But uh, going down a rabbit hole there. And, hey, it's the weekend. You sat around the house. You partook in some beverages. It's starting to it's warm enough. I know some of y'all are already in the pools, you know, especially after a hot week. It's baseball season too, man. Yeah, it's great. You're uh, you're laying out by the pools, if nothing else, spending time with the family. Maybe you've uh, maybe you popped one or two too many. You don't need to drive to the store, but hey, you're like, man, the party's just getting started. Holler at Take a Break Deliveries. They'll bring you another twelve pack, case, fifth, or whatever you may be. You know, if liquor's your your choice, you know, or both. <laughs> anyway, check them out, man. They can handle it all. Also, use the promo code all caps Clay six zero one, and you're gonna get five dollars off your delivery fee. And in a layman terms, Clay's paying for your delivery fee. But tip that driver. Tip that driver, man. Throw him some cash. Yeah, you won't regret it. These are good folks too. Here's one, Sean. Here's one of the great things I like about Take a Break Deliveries over some of the other national ones. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact it's an opportunity to support local, multiple local businesses right. in one fell swoop, it's that when they call in an order, the driver goes and gets that order and that order only, mm-hmm. takes it to deliver it. So freshness is key. Right. You don't have three or four orders sitting on the back seat at a time. They'll get another driver to pick it. Even if it's another order right there at the same place, mm-hmm. they'll stagger it or they'll get another driver. But you're getting your food as fresh as possible. They got a saying that says. The food waits. Uh, they wait on the food. The food don't wait on them. It's not so. It's not like when you use one of these other services and you get like I'm a big Chinese food person. Man, mm-hmm. I love Chinese food. I get it takeout all the time. And and uh, you get there and you're like, oh, you get the wrong Chinese food and it's been sitting in the car and it's cold. And you ever get General Zhao's chicken when it's cold? It's yeah, not good. Mm-mm. It's not soggy good. and all soggy. that. Soggy, oh, man. Because because the way it soaks in that sauce, it's going to yeah. be soggy quick anyway. So you want it kind of quick, right? You're not going to have those problems within reason uh, from take a break deliveries. All right, guys, takeabreakdeliveries.com or download the app. And, they, hey, even if you don't remember my promo code, if you'll sign up for push notifications, they send out a promo code every day for different discounts, 3 4 $5. But you can always get that $5 one if you use CLAY601, all caps. All right, Sean. Yep. Where did we draw? Oh, John's, hey, John's, on, John's on the phone, on the man. Line. Sorry, John. Let's, let's go to John. Hey, John, you're on there, brother. Uh, good morning. Uh, in reference to the uh, Ashley Babbitt, uh, argument. Uh, the first question you should ask, was she of sound mind? Did she understand that she was breaking the law? Was she a QAnon follower? Did she buy into the Trump election conspiracy uh, 
did she believe that she was there to stop the electoral process? Now, if you ask those questions, then yes, she should have been shot if she was attempting to storm the Congress, the halls of Congress, our hallowed bastions of power. And they showed you what happens when you attempt to thwart the electoral process, to attack our power structure. And that's what should happen to any American, because we elected these folks. And nobody should be able to commit sedition. And she was a former military member, if I'm correct. Air Force, yeah. So, right. Yeah, so, so that makes it even worse. So let's not pretend that she was just swept in by the crowd and pushed through a window. No, she was very aware of what she was doing. So let's clear that up. So we'll score one for the liberals on that argument. Number no, two, we has, has the Trump organization... If they hadn't uh, killed her, they could have asked her all those questions. Well, no, no. Has the Trump organization set up a GoFundMe or a, a for the family? They won't, uh, they, they won't allow. They won't allow GoFundMe. Won't allow anybody to set up GoFundMe's that, that help okay. anybody that's uh that's, that's not of the minority or liberal. Okay, let's ask. Let's ask question persuasion. Number two. Okay, has Trump provided any legal assistance? The Trump organization campaign to any of the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys. All these people being convicted, but the president, I haven't heard anything other than they were heroes, but put your money where your mouth is. You're a billionaire. Where's the legal assistance? Where's Rudy Giuliani and all of his cronies that should be representing these people? So these people were used as pawns so that Donald Trump could get what he wanted. And what people don't realize, Trump is a con man. This man is a New York liberal turned conservative. I was a kid when Donald Trump was a flaming liberal. I'm talking about he was for abortion before he was against it. He hung around with Hillary Clinton, Bill. They went Chelsea, and and they went to each other's uh, daughter's wedding. Folks, man's a con man. He is not a conservative. This man spent more money during his presidency. He ran up the debt. He said the economy was booming, but he was living off of borrowed money. He didn't. He did not cut any spending whatsoever. So all I would tell you, he is not a true conservative. The only true conservative you guys have ever had was Ronald Reagan. And no, you haven't had a... Everybody's forgot about Reaganomics. So what I would tell you is, go with Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump cannot win. Because one, he is not a conservative. He is a con man. That's all I have to say, folks. Alright, bye. Let's hey. take, hold on. Let's take one more call. Sure. Real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, you're on there. Hello? Hey. Hey. I'm sorry. You're on my phone. I had a... Sorry. I have a comment to make from that last caller. You crazy as hell. Um, Ashley Babbitt, um, there was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a police officer right there when she stepped in. To that um, ring. Yeah, he shot her. Yeah. But, I mean, there was a guard on the other side that could have stopped her. Oh, yeah. That guy guy was a reckless idiot, and he should be in jail, just like like, uh, the guy that uh, accidentally 
climate change George Floyd. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Derek Chauvin. Uh, you know, but he was saying she deserved to be shot if she was doing all that, but the police were letting them in. Agreed. Yeah, the, that, that's the other thing. The, the Capitol Police opened the doors and were giving some of these people tours, even the right. old Shyamalan shaman or whatever. QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. They opened yeah. the doors and gave him a personal Let's tour. Let's get his place. name right, Clay. Yes. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. so, I, I just wanted to, to bring that up since I'll, you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, we actually got the video pulled up over here. We're kind of watching it kind of in live time here. Yeah. Of, of of her being shot, so we kind of we want to be, we want to make sure we're right on this and not you yeah. know living by living in our memories. We want to actually look at it and my my stance hadn't changed. But hey, look, I got to take a break. Thank you so much for calling and That's listening. That's right. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. It's Clay and Sean on one hundred three nine WYAB. I'm a I don't like spending the last two minutes of a of an hour doing an ad read. So guess what? We won't. Y'all are welcome. Uh, but if you guys are out house shopping this weekend or lot shopping right out to Bridgestone there in, I'm sorry, Stonebridge there in Brandon and check out what they have to offer. It's right there. Just punch, just punch in your Google maps or whatever, Apple maps to your GPS to Stonebridge elementary. It's right over there off 18 in Brandon. It's in the Brandon school district but right outside the city limits. You can't go wrong there. I'll tell you more about it on the other side of the break here, but I do want to – I got it pulled up here. and I know a lot of people like to go out house shopping on the weekends. And they don't have any sewage problems in Stone. They do not. Trash pickup is good. <laughs> yeah. Clean water. I mean, check, check, and check. Oh, gotcha. Those are, <laughs> those are the questions you never think you need to ask when you buy a home, but no. Jackson's kind of changed the, the dynamic on that. Police are going to be good out there. You're so close to everything. We got good police, though, now in my neighborhood. No, you we do. Got some you do. Good Capital police, police. Yep, absolutely. Uh, they actually, uh, there was a new F around and find out champion crown last night by them too. Was there? I haven't, I, you know. Yeah, I got a little uh, tip here from one of my guys in Jackson. Says, uh, hold on, pulling it up here. Okay. When you get overnight text, sometimes you lose them. Hmm. It says, Cap Police just took down a stolen vehicle in the cookout driveway on High Street. And I got, oh, nice. got a photo there. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. Uh-huh, good stuff there. Great job, Capitol Police. I know I don't, I haven't been talking about y'all as much. Because frankly, y'all got them so scared. They're not. I, there ain't been as many high profile F around to find out grand champions from over there. Uh, we got to take our break. Yeah. We'll be back on the other side right here on 1039 WYAB. All right. Welcome back in. It's hour two of the Realist Show on radio, the daily dose of reality radio, the free range human show of choice. This is the Clay Edwards Show, live on 103.9 FM WYAB. My guest in the studio this morning, local, not-so-angry white liberal, Sean <laughs> yurt Karan. Sean, good morning, brother. Morning. So uh, this segment is going to be brought to you by, I teased it a little bit in that last segment, so they're getting, they're getting double-dipping this morning on my ad reads here. Uh, my buddy Brad Burleson, Ulist Realty, ulistms.com. They're, look, man, they're... They're finishing up that massive development in Brandon, Stonebridge. It was one of Brandon's premier developments when it was constructed years ago. It's located right there on Highway 18, past Brandon High School, and directly behind Stonebridge Elementary, making it within walking distance of the school. And look, this is a safe walking distance thing, too. This is a nice big boulevard with sidewalks and all that, actually a few feet off the curb. Very safe uh, for your kids to walk, ride bikes, the whole nine yards. And I'm telling you what, man, just from an architectural standpoint, 
or design. It's called Stone Bridge because it has a huge stone, cobblestone bridge that goes back into the neighborhood. Massive. It is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. But look, there are less than, a, there are less than 20 homes available with three and four bedroom options with pricing starting as low as two seventy four ninety nine nine ninety nine. So right at two hundred seventy five thousand dollars. And hey, look, if you've been house shopping to get a brand new to get new construction in Brandon at two seventy five, come on down, young son. Ain't gonna be a lot of these. They're they're gonna go quick. And it says uh, these homes come equipped with granite countertops, LVP flooring, and two car garages. Only a small portion available. Uh, we'll have homes in the 1,500-square-foot range. Other lots will be larger and, of course, come at a higher price. It's important to reserve now for buyers who are looking for homes under 300 k And, hey, the sooner you get in, you can have a little say-so on the design process as far as colors, countertops, flooring, stuff like that. So get with Brad over at ulistms.com, ulistms.com. That's Brad Burleson. All right. So if you're out, if you're out riding around this weekend doing a little home shopping, Right out by there, you're going to be amazed at how nice this is. I mean, they got a. I'm not 100 percent sure if the pool has a, if it has a community pool, but I know they have playgrounds and all this other stuff out there. Great stuff for the kids. All right, Sean, have you looked into that sewage thing? I just saw about it this morning. By the way, I know that's what was on our list to talk about, but I just was walking out the door and like there's now there's there another sewage. Pro- I knew there was sewage problems with the Pearl River, and there was advisories about not going in there and, and swimming or all that kind of stuff but is there there's a new sewage problem is that right um i'm not familiar that's what they were talking about this morning though there's a now is a, now it's a sewage crisis and i have not caught this yet i just didn't oh, know if okay you so or... residents call jackson's sewer line break city's unspoken crisis okay yeah this is on wlbt let this ad go through here and we'll we'll play it and respond to it real quick while this is doing that um you know, one of the things that I think why Sean and I are able to do the show, we'll, we'll have plenty of disagreements on national stuff, as, as, especially as the election comes up. It's going to be really fun to have two different people in the studio with different mindsets. So y'all ride with us to then. I promise you're going to get some fun out of this. And I'm having fun with it now. But, you know, as these debates start cranking up, as these primaries and uh, all that stuff start, start popping up, it's going to be really cool having somebody like Sean in the studio to kind of get to get into the mind of the enemy somewhat. And uh, he's thinking the same thing. I mean, you know, I can't wait for the this. debates. I mean, the Republican debates are going to be fun. If they're anything like they were in 2016, that's going to be an interesting, you know, what names are Trump going to come up with for the for the gang this year? <laughs> that know. kind of stuff. We can play drinking games and do live reaction videos. Yeah, that's All right. it. This is, uh, this is about the unspoken crisis in Jackson right now. This is on WLBT. Frustrations grow for Jackson residents who say they're facing an unspoken crisis, sewage pouring into their homes from city water lines. It's a problem facing hundreds in the city and one the interim water manager says may or may soon be tasked with resolving, I should say. Three on your side's Rosalind Anderson joining us now with the latest. This is the source of the sewage that flooded an Alta Woods Boulevard home three times in less than five years. This is raw sewage that came in from yesterday's rain. But this was a scene at Amia Edwards' home in March. A foot of sewage filled the rooms of her home. 
She is fearful every rain will fill her house with raw waste due to the city's failing sewage system. This latest time was the worst incident ever. I was in a hotel for 19 days. Um, my sheetrock and insulation had to be removed. My kitchen island, which included my stove, had to be removed from my home due to water or sewage damage. The 41-year-old actress started a Facebook page, Jackson Sewage Victims. I've been through it so many times, I was just concerned about how many other residents in Jackson are going through this who don't know the process and protocol about what the city is going or supposed to do when you have this invasion, because that's what it is. The city has paid for cleanup three times, and she's now waiting for restoration for the most recent damage. The 13-year homeowner doesn't want to face a fourth sewage flood. This is a crisis that is not talked about on a public forum by any of our elected officials because it's not affecting the greater good. Edwards is hopeful that interim water manager Ted Hennepin will take over the issue and help make it a citywide fix. In All right, so, Sean, have we just reached critical mass with anything from a public works perspective being done in Jackson. Seems like that. Didn't you send me an article last night about the traffic lights too now? Yeah, and yeah, the now there's, there's not a city engineer. There's not a, yeah, we don't have any city, engineers. We have a city engineer. And now there's uh, you know, any of the all these down traffic lights and this that and the other. Mm-hmm. They're they're just done. I mean, there no problems or Jackson is collapsing. I read this happen in Detroit like about 20 years ago where they would shut off lights on different parts of the city because they just weren't providing city services to that. Maybe we're at that stage or getting, you know, close close to it. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is um, there's no potholes being fixed. Mm-hmm. There's no traffic lights being taken care of that are that aren't working. Right. Nothing is being done as these problems pile up. In Jackson, it makes you think that Chokwe Lumumba's goal was really to burn this thing to the ground, which he's he's accomplished that, or well, he's, know, already, he's and, nearing and, accomplishment on and that. And of course, it came out, which I sat here and talked about it for a month. We, we were a little off on our allegations, but there was in fact a IT company that got a nice nice chunk of that garbage contract. Right, I saw that on Kingfish's site. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, we, we we told everybody about that. Of course, I don't have. I just had to trust my sources. I don't have the ability to go do research and find all that. I mean, I guess I do. I just don't know how to mm-hmm. do it. But I trust my sources on stuff. And we reported that story a month ago. Yeah, right. That's right. You I know that. Yeah. And uh, I believe we even had the guy's name right. But that's the one that we said. That was my assumption. And I said allegedly that his sister was involved in some form, fashion, or another. And I may have been off on that. But nonetheless, somebody got somebody got a big chunk of this to do nothing. You know, I it, interesting enough too. Last night I pulled the six hundred thousand dollars a year over the ten years. Six hundred thousand. I pulled the uh, election numbers from two thousand twenty-one. I just didn't remember what they were. You know that Chokeway just got a little bit over thirteen thousand votes. Yeah, that was it. He can be beat. That thirteen, like it was a thirteen five, I think. Yep. And the next, the next highest vote total was Les Tannehill. You know, Les. Yep. Les got twenty five hundred votes. Yep. I you mean, know, Kim's got a shot at at beating if thirteen thousand votes. I mean, that's nothing. If if the white if the white Fondren and Belhavians have had enough mm-hmm. and decide and get together and decide, of course now the Fondren Society folks, the Fondren business folks, they all I guess they have a coalition. They're going to support Chalkway publicly anyway for whatever reason. For right now, yeah, I yeah. think so. Right, and 
But if you can get if you can get white the the white parts of Jackson, I, I know people hate when you make things about race here, but it is what it is. If he can get white Jackson to fed up the the, the home white homeowners in Jackson, they're fed up to vote for him. That's gonna carry. That's gonna swing a big stick. Then it don't. It, then it, then you just need the black folks who are fed up with the crime. And there's a lot of black folks that are fed up with the crime. Absolutely. Fed up with the, and with the, the garbage, water problems. And the water. But yeah. you know what, bro? You've had eight years. It's only gotten worse. On to the next one. You know, they did an interview. Speaking about House Bill 1020, they interviewed people in Northeast Jackson, other parts of Jackson, about what do you think about it? And they were interviewing black and white folks. The majority of everybody was like, more cops, we're in. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Most people were mad that, that, when does my neighborhood get to get in it? Right. Yeah, I played that video. I think there's a silent majority that people are not seeing that are just fed up with this stuff. And if we have actually a decent candidate to run next time, that they might actually have a shot of beating him. Yeah, somebody keeps texting in here. Unknown texture. It says, are you kidding, Clay? Not familiar. Depend on your definition of fun. You mean City Tech's Robert Lee is director of traffic engineering. There you go. Tell the truth. I'm not 100% sure what you're saying there, texture. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin on the Guns and Gear text line says, ride down the west side of Meadowbrook where they just overlaid it. Pathetic. I heard that was a disaster. Uh, Roger says, she's got to be available. She, She's got to be a terrible actor to live in Alta Woods. Who's talking about somebody being an actor in Alta Woods? The sewage thing. The sewage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, it was, he said it would be the most radical administration we would have ever seen. And he's right. Um, I mean, he's right about that. It's pretty radical when you don't have any trash. The sewage is everywhere. The crime's bad. The can't drive on the roads. Can't drink the water. Well, I mean, what's, is there, is there anything left? Oh, yeah. That one guy brought up the fire department. Fire I didn't department. think about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Reagan can says, when did they change the meaning of red lights to mean the same thing as green light? We had the worst drivers in Jackson. Sewage comes up in my house. Sewage comes up in my house once because of Jackson's incompetence, and I'm going and I'm out. I'm El, El Gono. Man, I mean that's kind of the point, right? When I mean, which is a common problem, Jackson sewage and stuff. You see that, but I mean, it starts coming up to everybody's house. You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you do. I, you know, I mean, people can put up with a lot, but again, there's nothing. They, this administration has nothing to hang its hat on except they're black. And he's radical. You know, like, or, 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 like, but we I mean, look like you. And, you know, we're fighting racism. But there are other black you, folks that can do a good job except uh, for him. You know what yeah. I mean? There are there are plenty of black folks out there that are competent and good at what they do and they could be a good mayor. I mean, can you think Kim Wade actually would actually do a great job? I know he and I disagree politically, but he's a really smart guy. And you I think he'd dis- actually, locally, he would, we would agree. You can disagree nationally mm-hmm. and be on the same page locally. Yeah, and I talk to him at the gym a lot, and I think he would actually be do the job correctly. Yeah. And so, I mean, that that part, I guess, Clay, is what we're talking about, that's got nothing to do with race. Kim Wade's black. He could do, he would do a great job. There's plenty of there's plenty of black elected uh, officials and want some that are not elected that would do a wonderful job. It's just this, we're talking about this specific mayor is not doing his job yeah uh, people people try to take what i say and make it about race when i say these black democrats are terrible at what they do right do i think all black democrats can be terrible no this bunch yeah this bunch is a problem i mean, I mean it's, it's this, a this, massive problem this free the land bunch mm-hmm. with that that that, that african boombata uh nonsense the free the land bunch they have a mission to destroy and, and and get as much for themselves as possible. You know, my question is to like say you're a Chokeway supporter, right? Say you were. What if we're if we invite somebody? He's a big Chokeway supporter on the show to defend the administration. What's your What's your first 
line of defense. Now, we talk about politics all the time. Here's my issue as a Democrat. Here's your issue as a Republican. But if you're legitimately, I'm a choke weight first person, what do you say is the, the, number, the one accomplishment of the administration? What would you cite? The only thing I can think of out of everything is Northside Drive got redone. That's like the only thing I can think of. Can anybody think of one thing that's gone right? And if you were his supporter that you're like, oh, man, things are uh, the trash. Wait. Oh, man, my what? Wait. Schools are I mean, great. Oh. Wait, I mean, oh, man, the police department. Crimes down. Oh. I saw somebody post, I think it was on your page or maybe it was somebody else, that we only have 225 police officers in the city. Yep. 225. And, and, that, and that includes desk workers and everything. That ain't actual people on the road. So, I mean, that gives you what there's, I forget, is it four, four priests in Jackson? I mean, what, 40 officers on? Three, three shifts. Yeah. I mean. You do the math. How how are they supposed to? I mean, that's what I mean. That's why I always thought, even when I worked at the DA's office, that JPD got an unfair rap because all the JPD officers I worked with did a really good job, and they they were overwhelmed. And I think now, like, I mean, how what are they supposed to do? There's not enough of them. Well, so there is one thing that a Chakwe supporter can hang their hat on, Sean. Hmm. You know, Jackson, Mississippi, for the last couple of years has been number one, not per capita, just straight number one on per case of HIV. Yeah, and it has fallen down to number four. Oh no! Yep, you know we're not number one. Mm-mm. Um, now, Baton Rouge and New Orleans took the top, uh, took number two and number three. Yep. And uh, your other hometown, Miami, is now number one. Oh, okay. So they took the M-I-O. title. Took the title. All right, let's take a break real quick. HIV mania one. You know, <laughs> we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show live on one hundred three point nine FM WYAB. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, tonight, Battlefield Drag Strip, Collinsville, Mississippi. It's their huge no-prep mega race. Small tires, $10,000 payout, $250 buy-in, thirty based on 32 cars. Weather's going to be nice. Get out there. These guys have been supporting us all spring, and the weather has not been supporting them. Uh, they need the help. They need a big turnout. Get this thing turned around up there at Battlefield Drag Strip. 90 minutes east of Jackson. Take the chunky exit and go on into Collinsville and enjoy it. I'm pulling it up here just to tell you how much. I know kids under 12 get in free. Parents, this is going to be something to get your kids involved in here. Real talk. They will not be disappointed. But look, a $20 gate fee for adults. Kids and under, kids 12 and under get in free. They got the legendary if you've been drag racing, you know what I'm talking about. If you hadn't, you need to. You need to. They got BJ the Flag Man on the light. That's right. Uh, what time do gates open? So I don't get you out there too early. I think gates open at 6. Testing starts at 7. If you want to race, it's going to be $40 to race your car. So get on in. Get what you're here for. And look, man, just because uh, you ain't part of the... <clears throat> Part of the uh, the big race don't mean you can't get out there and do some grudge racing with somebody too. So you know you got you got a Mustang. The boy got a, got a Camaro. You got the juice. He got the juice. See who's gonna get the jump. Go put a couple hundred on it. I ain't saying it's legal to bet. I'm just saying that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Anyway, get out there to Battlefield Drag Strip. Have some fun, man. That to, where is that? Collinsville, Mississippi. Okay, look, kind of East Mississippi. Gotcha. So uh, it, it's a nice spot, man. It really is. I went out there a couple years ago for the first time, and man, I had a blast. I had a blast. It's under new management too, so they got uh, better concessions, cleaner restrooms, just all kind of little stuff. Worth some work it needed, some infrastructure work. They got beer. Uh, BYOB. It's BYB. Okay. 
and uh, hey, I'm sure they sell it too. But I know you can BYOB, bring yeah. your own cooler. You can't, they can't, you can't tell, you can't barbecue out there no more. Too many people were ruining that and leaving piles of charcoal. Oh, of course, in places they didn't need to and stuff. There's always somebody, right? There's always, always, always. I'm really surely sure. a Joe Biden voter. Let's take a call. Oh, of here. course, of course, man. Because we're just we're just trash. Absolutely. Just I mean, look at Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Look at what y'all did to Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Hey, it's my Mississippi too, Clay. <laughs> You're on you there. Know. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm here. Um, uh, I hate to disagree with y'all, but I don't think Cam really has a shot in Jackson. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and solely due to the fact that, uh, Jackson residents don't want a change. They're, they're fine. I mean, they're probably content with what they're getting. So, I mean, if you follow any of the news stories nationally, when they, when they were national news stories, and went on any of the comment sections. They blamed it all on, you know, races, yep. racism, and there's definitely that aspect to it for sure. Whatever. That's, that's why I think as a Title Forty Two ends and they start all these migrants start coming over. I think we ought to bunch bust a bunch of them to Jackson and uh, let the people who voted for Joe Biden and voted for these policies reap the benefits of what they voted for. Yeah, and uh, I mean to Sean's point. Uh, well, not his point, but. Well, he was asking, "What do uh, what would a chocolate first person uh, say?" I mean, they would say that. Oh, he didn't get a fair shot because of racism. Oh, he didn't get a fair shot because the governor wouldn't give him money, or you know, it's just that's the argument. And no matter what or how terrible his administration is, is because he didn't get a fair chance to implement his policies. Yep. Yeah. You hit the net on the head, brother. Great call. Yep. He's you actually know, right about that. I mean, I you know, I hate that our politics have gone into that where Chokeway, remember during the trash debacle, the first thing he finally jumped to was like, oh, well, there's a white councilman voting against me. Yet another white councilman, Virgie Lindsay, voted with him. And right? another black council yeah, member. And, and he with turned it into, a, like, this, this trash thing was over race. I mean, and that was a Hail Mary on his part See, because and, he didn't have anything left. So he's like, oh, let me blame it on Ashby Foot. And that's why I don't mind blaming it and bringing up race. Because mm-hmm. if he wins, it's because he's black. If he loses, it's because of a racist. Of some racism, it's because he's black. Well, he makes everything about him being black, wins and losses. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you the. I'm going to give you your negative attention too because you're black. I, we're going to mention it. You know. Do you hear Councilman Stokes on his radio show? I think I sent it to you. Kingfish had it up. I didn't. I did. I, I started on it and I couldn't hear it in the shower. I, I tapped out. It was him and Alan Shamsadine, and he kind of, he's kind of telling because you know he doesn't like Chokeway, and he kind of said like, you know, we got to stop blaming this on white people. Or eighty five percent of the city's black, or almost ninety percent. He's like, we can't keep on doing this, Chokeway. You know, eventually you're gonna have to take responsibility for your actions, which you know, of course, he doesn't want to do. Like staff the plant. Yeah. Like how, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't understand how that has anything to do with race whatsoever. Is, is staffing the plant? You, you know, you put the job up on LinkedIn. Somebody applies. That's it. Like you can do that. Find somebody qualified. And I mean, there's all kind of specialty hiring sites too for city service types. Right. Stuff. I'm kidding with LinkedIn, but you know no, what no, I mean. No, I know, I know. And I'm just saying, it's easier than posting a Facebook ad. You know, you can right. actually target market the people you want to hire that have these degrees and they're searching for these jobs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not that hard, but he just 
they were just they weren't even calibrating their instruments. What I read, I think, I think that's right. I mean, like he he didn't want to do that. Like it's a simple thing to hire people for the plant. But I guess he just thought it was going to run itself. Like okay, well, that, plant, he, the water's going to work. He thought he was going to come in and say, "I'm black. We did it." And it's like once these a lot of what I see with a bunch of these people who these black for a living folks, as Kim Wade calls them, when they get these positions, they're done. There's no more work to be done. I did the work it took to get the job. Now I don't have to do anything. And that's unfortunately people can disagree with me. They won't. Please tell. Please show me how I'm not right. Well, I mean, I think in the past though we've had black mayors that actually were trying to do the job. Right? Yeah, but they, are, but they weren't black for a living. Okay, but now what's the difference? You can explain it to me. Black for a living are the people who make everything about their blackness. Okay, you know, I, like you're, like Chokeway does, like Chokeway, like Brad Franklin. Okay, okay. guys like that. It's just everything's about their blackness. Not right. just not there's no meritocracy to it because I don't remember Harvey Johnson doing that. I remember him trying to. I mean, I'm not saying he did the best job, but he seemed like he was doing the job. You know, he yeah, was I mean, doing the job. T- t- Tony Arbor, right? You know, people say whatever they want about him. I don't ever remember Tony making anything about race constantly. No, I don't remember doing that. He was you know doing the job and hanging out at the strip club. Sounds like a fun guy to hang out with, by the way. Yeah, I, I, me and him are friends on Twitter. Go back and forth a good bit. You know, he, I, he, like I'd vote for Tony today if he ran. But uh, Kim wasn't running. Yeah, he seems like an all right guy. I don't, you know, um, because he seems like a fun guy, especially. So, somebody gonna catch Shockway slipping, right? This, this, this next time, people are. I think there's going to be a large portion of people who have had enough, and there's also a large portion of people who are just criminals and thugs in Jackson, and they love the lawlessness. Yeah, I don't remember Frank Melton doing that either. Even though I'm not saying I agree with what Frank was doing, by the way, but Frank just seemed like he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust everybody's butt. Like that was kind of his yeah. not. Well, that night, now that I put it that way, now I'm thinking about his other stuff, but that's not yeah. bad. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I, I remember him. I'm not saying his methods were great, but at least he was trying to do something. He was an equal I, opportunity doler outer of, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> of punishment. Right. I mean, so this is the – so Chokeway is the first mayor that I think that we've had that I can remember that's that's doing this. I mean, yeah. can you name another one? Well, his dad was going to. I, I know don't know. A, I know there's a lot of people who are like, his dad was a good man. Uh, I his, think dad, he, his dad said we don't need any white business owners in Jackson. But that was before he was mayor, right? That was right after, as he was running, whatever the case was, said we don't need no white business owners in Jackson. All right, Wakanda. I thought he actually was – the business community was pretty favorable. I wasn't in business at that time. I am now, obviously, but uh, was favorable with him. He, what I always heard is that he changed his rhetoric once he became mayor, was very pragmatic, and people didn't expect that. So, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what everything that people told me and I remember yeah. from that time. I don't think it would have stayed that way. I think, right. I think if he had if – he had, the same people he surrounded himself with mm-hmm. are the same people that are surrounded around his son, Dr. Amari, and that whole bunch. Just all, yeah. all these folks from down in Detroit. These are all family friends. They would have been around the dad just like they're around Junior, and they would have started getting their reparations politics in, in a place. Well, I mean, like I said, we didn't – I mean, he never – at least he didn't, he didn't get to that point. Everything I saw yeah. – everything I saw at the time was positive. Right. You know, he didn't have a chance to get it mm-hmm. to get it going. So, I, again, I'm not saying he's a – well, you know what? I, I will. I, I, I've never been a fan. I'm not going to sit here and just be nice about somebody because they're dead. Yeah, I mean, I, you don't you have know. to. I'm not asking you. I just like from what I saw, he was being pragmatic that year that he was mayor. And I didn't expect that based upon his past history. Yeah. But his, his, uh, his New Republic of Africa folks killed Judge Skinner's dad. Right. right. And, you know, there's a lot of rumors and innuendo about who really pulled that trigger. And – uh and it allegedly was not the guy that went to jail for it. The guy that was dying from cancer and allegedly took the fall mm-hmm. for somebody else who was in that house that most likely pulled that trigger. Uh, I thought Chokeway wasn't even there. I thought that was a story. I could be wrong about that. I, even, I, I, I thought he wasn't. Have to see. All right, let's take a break real quick.
come back, kind of get this train back on the track. We've got a few more topics we want to hit today. I want to talk about uh, Manhattan DA Bragg is going to charge hero subway vet Daniel Penny with manslaughter. And Washington State is now telling parents to F off. They'll chemically castrate and cut their kids' wee-wees off, and the parents have no control over if the kid wants it done. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. All the time. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the com studios. Hey, guys. Uh, you know, if you live in Jackson, or anywhere for that matter, but especially Jackson, you're going to need home security services. And let me influence your decision here to use my fellas, Watchman Home Security. Um, the Watchman Security Services. And it would help if I pulled up the right website. Let's try this again. Watchman. Watchman secure.com very professional here i know guys y'all bear with me it's friday i've had a long <laughs> week hi here we are watchman security services hey look man if you you know i keep going back to this example of the lawyer that had to shoot the two the, at the people in his home that well-born guy yeah mm-hmm. uh if if he says what if what he says is true and he's still being charged with aggravated assault some home cameras could go a long way to clearing his uh clearing his innocence clearing his good name uh and they can yours too if you end up having to eradicate a bad guy and i've i've told this story umpteen times and i think it's very relevant with these cameras you know talking about security systems and stuff that is why i moved out of jackson above and beyond anything else was if I had to shoot, if I had to kill a bad guy and God forbid they were black and I'm white conservative, they were going to hang me out to dry. I was going to become the defendant real quick just based on the way that Jody Owens and the city of Jackson do business when it, when it comes to our legal system and what I see the way it things constantly unfold and <clears throat> that is why I left. But if you did not, you need to think about these things and get you a good home security system and a good camera system. Because let's just be honest, if you're not in the CCID, you can't depend on JPD, you know, to get there. You just can't. There's only five of them. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, there's, you know, what are they supposed to do, right? Yeah, you can't like, depend on them. You need to be able, you need to make sure you got your cameras on and you may have to defend your home yourself. And if you do, you're going to want to be able to show that the bad guy that your life was in danger and uh watchmansecure.com watchman security services can help you with that and they're way more than just cameras that to me that's just something i want to drive home to you guys if y'all aren't going to leave these democrat cities you're going to have stuff come up like what we're fixing to discuss here in that situation in new york where you have these out of control george soros funded da's going on witch hunts for the victims of violence they had to defend themselves. You talking about the subway case? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, but look, check them out, man. They're they're an alarm dot com installer. They can uh they can do they got the smart thermostats, the whole uh, next generation IQ panels for your homes. They can turn your home into a smart home with a full control system and all that. Uh, 
camera, electric gates, security gates, all that stuff. Check out their website, watchmansecure.com, locally owned and operated by the Knight family. Eric and Nathan, good folks. Eric's a retired law enforcement officer, and um, <clears throat> you won't be disappointed. This is These guys are the best at what they do, and they're statewide. Watchmansecure.com. All right. So I, I, I spoke about this a second ago. Yeah. Uh, Hines County, not Hines County, same thing. DA, Manhattan DA, Bragg, the same one that charged the greatest president, our president, the Donald Trump, the real president, charged him in a witch hunt, is now going to charge hero subway vet Jordan Neely. I'm sorry, Daniel Penny. Yeah. Daniel Penny in manslaughter over the Jordan Neely uh, case. Guys, if you've watched that video, the original video, not the unedited AOC version of it, mm-hmm. he was not the only person involved. There was a black guy involved too, but that didn't fit the narrative. And it clearly did not have him in a defensive, you know, an offensive position. It was in a defensive from what I understand. The, the, he's only being charged because of protest. He had been cleared. <laughs> There's no charges to be filed. But now that now that now that the left wing nut jobs in New York are upset, now it has to. Now he has to go for blood. Well, you know, even the mayor of New York spoke out um, against doing this, right? Did you read his statement? Yeah. You know, he uh, yeah, he said we cannot just blankly say that what a passenger should or should not do in a situation like that. We should allow the investigation to take its course, right? So I mean, I don't know what investigation is. Bragg said he's going to indict him. Is that what? That's, I haven't read that part yet. Yeah, I got it pulled up on Breitbart here. Uh, it says, uh, "Let me read." So I last week, medical examiner New York deemed the death of Jordan Neely a homicide, which you know, homicide does not mean murder. Right. Sure. What is the definition of homicide? Killing another. Yeah, it's right. like, but yeah. it can be a self-defense. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. there's, you know, the manner, the way the pathologist write it, manner cause of death, homicide. It could be, it could be self-defense. It could be murder. It could be suicide. All those yeah. things. Accidental yeah. death. Right. Yeah. Anything. Death, yeah. All right. I just make sure because I, I think that's important for layman terms. You know, right. People understand yeah. a homicide does not. Mean yeah, it doesn't murder. mean murder. Definitely. I mean, homicide could be you know you killing yourself. I believe yeah. that's correct too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it says, um, deemed the death a homicide. The incident occurred on 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 Monday. This week on the uh, – all right, this is a – this article, these Breitbart articles are kind of all over the place. At the end of the day, they're going to indict him and charge him with manslaughter. That's according to Breitbart. All right, I'm about to – Well, this is all over the place. It's all over the place. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I just, I just stumbled into the Breitbart. Yeah, this was on, on, on Fox, CNN. Uh, I saw it on CNN's Twitter too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I've looked at this incident. I just thought it was really – I think I sent it to you about a week ago because I was like, let's take a look at this stuff, and it's an interesting stuff. I mean, so you got a guy who's dancing around like Michael Jackson in the subway, right? And I guess maybe if you're in New York, that's a common thing for people to do, entertain in the subways or whatever they do. It's, it's a sign of mental illness if I, I see it I mean, I, it sounds a little strange to me and you, obviously. I don't live in New York. I don't know if there's all these you know, street entertainers and those kinds of things. But that, that aside, the – this this guy, the 24-year-old uh, former Marine, and other people were obviously threatened to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just him who jumped on the guy. He may have been the first one, but heck, I mean, look, you know, full bias here. He's a former Marine. I'm a former Marine. I understand that. And uh, he just decided that, hey, I got to do my duty. I got to protect these people. And he went and did it. That's the way it seems like to me. I don't think he went in there with the intent to just kill somebody. I mean, that wasn't something that 
he, he got on the subway. He's like, I'm going to go kill like a dude that you know dances like Michael Jackson. The man was threatening a 60 year old woman, right? Along those lines. Yeah, I mean, and it seems like it 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 wasn't just him. It was several other people that were obviously disturbed by this. What was going on? And that this guy also I read had a history of threatening people on the subway. This wasn't the first time this Been happened. Arrested 40 times and was mm-hmm. currently out on bond, or he got no charged or something, or a cashless bond, right? For what? trying to kidnap a seven-year-old child or something some, there's a list of stuff that he had done and then i noticed you know his family's on there talking about this and that and he's a good guy but i'm like well if he's a good why why didn't any of y'all take him in well i mean why didn't anybody just if he why are you gonna let him be a homeless man if like if you've got family members you know i'm not gonna let one of my family members live on the street would you now i, I obviously i'm not in the in the business of defending people like this but there are legitimately some homeless people mm-hmm. that have good families that try to help them. These people just like living on the streets. Okay, the, the, uh, there's a guy in downtown Jackson, Charles. Um, his, I know Charles. Yeah, know, I know Charles, Charles real Charles, well. Charles' brother's a, 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 a lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, you know, Charles cleaned up our clubs and stuff for us. He had no interest. Yeah, in, in going and living. He had his life. own place though. Actually, yeah, yeah. And I, and I like Charles. Charles is a great guy, yeah, right? Yeah, this yeah, ain't a yeah. knock at Charles. I'm just no, I'm just no. My example because. There's people out there that have no interest in wanting to go live with he their family. He used to clean up and, a help around Martins a lot, yeah. like 10 years ago. I remember. Yeah, I don't know if he's still alive or not. I haven't seen him in a long time. I don't um, go to Jackson to get my tags anymore, but he was always outside the courthouse and would put your tag on. Yeah, he'd always bucks. put your tag on you, or, and he'd yeah. always be at Martins after hours, and you could, yeah, right. But I think he had his own little. Yeah. My dad kept up with it for a long time. He'll hear this on the podcast, possibly, and he'll let us know. Okay, I wonder, I'd like to know, man. I really loved Charles. He was a good dude. But to the, to the point, there are people who do want to live in these this is what they they do because they just they like the lifestyle teach their own yeah i mean well i mean whether okay maybe that's what happened and he's on the street and they're they're saying that i don't don't know but i do know that like i said the guy has been arrested for this several times there's been issues he obviously was threatening or people felt that they were being threatened by him because it wasn't just one rogue marine that jumped on the guy it was several people who did that yep um and uh so i don't know i don't know how you I don't know how you charge it. And then I read an article that's interesting about how New York City itself is really so divided over this because people are actually scared about riding the subway because yeah. this is going on. So now they're like, wait a second here. You know, somebody tried to put a stop. Now you want to indict him. I don't think it's going to be as popular as Bragg thinks to indict the guy. And I don't I definitely don't think it's I think you've got a lot of outside agitators coming in to, right. to protest and stuff. But people and, that actually live in New York City are like, wait a second, subway we, we don't like this. Like, this is fed not, up. They've right. lost the subway. Yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, they, you shouldn't be threatened on that thing. And the guy, I mean, as you like to say, he effed around and found out. I mean, and that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not the size of it, in my opinion. All right, so let's hit another story here real quick because we're going to be winding down for the day. Um, Washington State tells parents to F off. That they will chemically castrate and transition your child if your child wants to be, and the parents now have zero control over it. I have um, not read that. Yeah, this is also, where, where is that coming from? It's also on Breitbart. Okay, I mean it's it's all over the place, but I just Breitbart say what you will about the leaning one way or another. Yeah, they they don't report fake news. Okay, you know I mean this is a law that was passed. Uh, minors who believe they are transgender. And are seeking sex change procedures and drugs. You are right. I just pulled up on the AP. Actually. Yeah, will be prosec- will be protected from the intervention of estranged parents under a measure. Washington and I know it's estranged. Oh, estranged. But, okay. So, but you know that could be something as simple as me and my wife are separated, and she's hiding my child from me. Mm-hmm. And 
due to custody laws yeah, and I stuff. Yeah, saying, right. And a father yeah. wanting to step in and save his child from being transitioned and them not allowing it to happen because mm-hmm. the mother has kept. That is strange. It's a big gray area. Yeah, I'd have to look into that more. I just pulled it up. Like, something like whether they – um. Uh, what what that exactly what, the, what they mean by estranged? Yeah, so it says before the law p- was passed, licensed shelters and lost home and host homes were required to notify parents within seventy two hours when a minor came into their care. But under the new law, facilities will contact the State Department of Children's Youth and Families, which could then attempt to reunify the family if possible. According, uh, those minors will also be allowed. Blah 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 blah. Here's the question I have: uh, My girlfriend asked this last night. Mm-hmm. She was like, she's like, well, uh, uh, clearly, if a child wants to do that somebody's influencing that child. Somebody is grooming that child. And if it's not the parents, if the parents don't want their child to do this and the child's wanting to do this, where's the grooming coming from? And I, first thing that comes to my mind are these far left-wing nut job teachers in the education system that are grooming kids and bragging about it on libs of TikTok. I don't, I don't know. Are they grooming kids to usually want to do this? Or yeah, thing? yeah. I mean, you got all these trans nut jobs that are teachers and stuff that are anytime a kid has acts remotely feminine, they're wanting to go in a transition. We got to take a break, come back, close the show. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into Clay Edwards' show, The Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurk Karan here on a Friday. Uh, Jim Thorne is up next, followed by. Jameson Haygood, we have some national stuff in the daytime there. And then Kim Wade will close us out 4 to 6 live right here on 103.9 FM. Sean, uh, didn't mean to hit you with so much heavy stuff there at the end. Oh, yeah. That needed more room to breathe. I know the trans argument is always going to come out on this show. I just got to be prepared. I need to follow it a little I, better. I, I'm at war with the T's, and uh, as should the LGB community. Because they're at war with them. They just don't realize it yet. It's rainy men will not be played in your car on the way home. No. No, no. Look, man, I, I love my gay friends. I, I hate that somehow me being against this trans stuff somehow makes me homophobic because mm-hmm. I absolutely am not. But uh, that's another argument right. for another day, right? Yep. All right, guys. Podcast will be available here shortly. See y'all out this weekend. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Clay Edwards Show dot com.